0: Good morning. Welcome to another virtual worship here at Friendship Baptist Church right here in downtown Aiken, South Carolina. I'm so glad to have those of you that have joined us this morning, whether it be through Facebook, website, on the phone lines, or YouTube. We're glad to have you in our worship this morning. If you will, turn with me to the Gospel of Mark, chapter number 10. I shall begin reading at verse 17 uh, through verse 22. I will be reading the new, I'm sorry, I will be reading the King James Version of the text. As always, I've read three different translations of the text, but I'm just going to read the King James Version uh, this morning. And it reads, And when he was gone forth in the way, there came one rain and kneeled to him, and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. And he answered said unto him, Master, all these I have observed from my then Jesus, holding him, loved him, and said to him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that sin, and went away grieved, for he had grieved. Possessions. It's so the uh, one I want to use as a spiritual question. What's keeping you from Jesus? What's keeping you from Jesus? You know, many folks uh, want to struggle with the issue of their loved ones being in Christ. I must say, in my 21 years of pastoring, there have been occasions where family members who have been concerned about the Family members that may be passing or they have been given a bad medical report, that there's nothing else the doctor can do. I have asked, well, uh, Reverend, Pastor, uh, would you talk with them to make sure they are saved? You see, all of us uh, may have family members or, or friends who have yet to give their life to Christ. Uh, We have family members and friends that have abandoned the church. Uh, They will not go unless it's a funeral or it's their funeral. You see, so often we struggle with why one of our loved ones, you know, our brother, our sister, our wife, husband, friend, uh, will not become a member of the body of Christ. Uh, Many folks want to be saved, but they're not ready to be saved due to. Barriers that might be in their lives, a barrier, a barrier is something that impedes or, or obstructs our way to God, something that separates or holds apart our relationship with God. You see, it's so easy to identify folks that are allowing barriers to keep them away from Christ and accepting God's way of salvation often you can easily identify them by what they say and do. All of us, all of us, we have experienced that even within ourselves before we came to Christ. When others tried to lead us to Christ, when others tried to tell us about salvation, we would put up walls sometimes because we were not not ready. or we had issues within ourselves that Was keeping us from really stepping out and and doing what we know we we should do. And then some of us may have just not been at that point in our lives, but we were ready uh, to give in to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But we've experienced it. And we have friends and family members that may be going through it or who have experienced it. Most of us, if we be honest with ourselves, we didn't come to Christ right away when we were first told about it. But some of us, it took time. You see, I have personally experienced many folks uh, that do not identify with the body of Christ and will often say, uh, say to me, I'm, I'm going to surprise you, Reb. You know, I said, Go ahead and be a favor. I'm going to surprise you, Reb. Uh, I've had some say, i I've been sinking under the weather when I get better. Hmm. So I'm I'm coming, I'm coming, but I just have a few things that that I need to to straighten out. Some have said, I I I see you on the next worship Sunday, or I'll see you at the next meeting.
1: Then there are those that will say, I'm I'm
0: just just trying to get myself together. Once I get myself together, I'm coming. Yes. There are many excuses that people may, may give you when it comes to knowing Jesus Christ. Some folks have barriers, and they will give you excuse after excuse uh, when it comes to giving their life to Christ. But when you talk to folks, huh, here's the thing. Nobody wants to go to hell. Everybody wants to be in heaven. But don't we get into heaven you have to do it. God has laid it out. Submitting one life to Christ seems to be so difficult for so many. Many folks have no problem with acknowledging Christ, but they have difficulty and in living for Christ due to the issues or barriers that might be in their lives. If you you want to find the barriers in your life, answer them the following questions. Uh, the barriers in your life is found in the answers. If you would just be honest with yourself. There's uh, three questions that, 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 that question, I'll share. this one. Uh, what is it that keeps you from accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior? Be honest with yourself. Talk to God about it. What is it that keeps you from living according to God's word? What is it that, that you would have to give up in order to be truly identified As a child of God. Yes. Yes. To be honest. The answers to those questions. Those answers may lay out. The issue or the barrier. The problem. That just might be keeping you away from Jesus. You see in our sermon text today. We we will find a young man. We will find a young man. Had an opportunity. To follow Christ. And decided not to. Yeah, He had a decision to make. So let us see what, what is it that was keeping him from Jesus. Beginning right there in our sermon text this morning in the Gospel of Mark, uh, chapter number 10, if we were to pick up right there in verse number 17, again, King James Version that I'm reading. And when he was gone forth into the way, that came one or running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good Master, what shall I do? notice, inherit eternal life it was a personal way. Uh, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life you see Matthew the gospel of Matthew called him a young man Luke who covers the same um, scripture uh, message in the bible refers to him as a ruler uh, we can say without a doubt the young man was both wealthy and of prominent social status. Notice he calls Jesus the teacher, but not the common title of that day, which was rabbi. Notice the young man wants hmm, eternal life. He asks a question, hmm, what shall I do that I, I may inherit eternal life? Verse 18 says, And Jesus said unto him, why calleth thou be good? There is none good but one, and that is God. You see, first, Jesus is not trying to distance himself from God in his response. Actually, Jesus was uniting himself with God by recognizing that to be called good in that day is to be called God. Secondly, Jesus was saying, Do, do you really know? The one to whom you are talking. Hmm? And he tells him, notice in verse number 19. So thou knowest the commandments do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. Here Jesus uh, questions the man about his relationship with his fellow man. You see, the sixth uh, commandment spoken by Jesus, which comes from the ten, deals with an individual's relationship with his fellow man. The other four commandments not spoken out of the ten deals with man's relationship to God. You see, church, our relationship to each other is a true indicator of our relationship to God. I think I'll repeat that. Our relationship to each other is a true indicator of our relationship to God. That's right. You see, we can't say we love God and say we hate each other. We can't say we love God and display jealousy toward one another.
1: We can't say we love God
0: and uh, despise one another. We can't say we love God then steal from one another. We can't say we love God, then lie on one another. We can't say we love God, then kill one another. We can't say we love God, then disrespect our mothers and fathers. Yes, our relationship to man tells all about our relationship with God. Salvation by his good merits. The young man wanted assurance that he was saved. And in verse 21, then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest. So go thy way and sell whatsoever thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. And Jesus had great compassion and love for this young man. The young man was sincere in his desire for eternal life. However, in all of his sincerity, the young man did not understand that eternal life is something that you cannot earn, but only through acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. For Jesus here exposes what was keeping this young man away from him. And of the kingdom of God. The love of money and riches was keeping this young man away from Christ. Did you see, money and riches represented his pride of accomplishment and self-effort. Uh, this young man, this young man could not depart from his riches. It seems to indicate that he may have thought he would be nothing without his wealth. Notice what Jesus says to him: Sell everything you have and give to the poor because money and wealth was that this man's God and that's the G, he could not remove the barrier to eternal life and because he could not give up the barrier in his life he violated God's commandment in Exodus 23 you shall have no other gods before me yes it was spoken back in Exodus but God made it clear that he had to be the only God your life and look at the young man's response in verse 22 and he was sad at that same and went away grieving for he had great possessions this clearly shows us that the young man wanted eternal life but he considered the price too high in other words he didn't want to give up all that he called his own And not only that, but the the man came to Jesus wondering what he could do, and he left seeing what he was unable to do. For the young man riches and wealth was keeping him from Christ, and the benefits one received from having a relationship with the Lord. And now I ask those of you that are listening this morning, what is keeping you from Jesus? Or why will you not give your life to Christ? What is the obstacle between you and Jesus? What are you struggling with that keeps you from giving your life to the Lord? What is it that is keeping you from following the man as Bramman was saved from Galilee? What is it that is keeping you from obeying the commandments of God? Just stop by tell you that if you would ever come to understand that the Lord owns it all, Uh, there'll be nothing that you wouldn't throw away on behalf of the Lord. You've got to remember that the things that you may call your own, like this young man, we've got to understand that it all belongs to the Lord. Uh, Psalms 24 and 1 reminds us that the earth is the Lord's and the prudence thereof the world and they that dwell therein. In other words, uh, the Lord owns everything. And because he owns it all, what is it that is keeping you from giving your life to the one that woke you up this morning. Don't know about you, but I'm glad that it allowed me to see a day that I've never seen before. Yes, as I travel on this road called life, I learned that just getting up in the morning, breathing in and out all by myself, is nothing but a blessing. What is it that's keeping you from serving the one that's been a bridge over trouble, waters? Uh, I know somebody listening this morning can testify that you've been in trouble and didn't know if you could ever make it out but the Lord made a way out of nowhere. Uh, Is there anybody here this morning that knows that he's been a doctor in your sick room. Uh, If the Lord It was his love that has given me a new way of walking. Yeah, the one that hung on a whole rugged cross. The one that died and was buried in a bar or two. But early one great Sunday morning, he got up with all power and trusted in his name. All I'm trying to share with you this morning, don't allow anything to keep you from the love of God. Don't allow anything to keep you from the benefits of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He's standing there with his arms wide open waiting on you to just step out and to step into his arms. He's waiting on What's keeping you from Jesus? In this text, this young man, his riches was his God. His wealth was his God. Bible reminds us, what is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Or I'm going to put it this way: don't get caught with your work done and done. If, if you get to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is a great time. This is a good time. Why is it a good time? Why is it a great time? Because this is the time that we have. We might not have anymore. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Don't allow anybody or anything to keep you from Jesus. Romans reminds us that if we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that he died. God hmm? on the cross that he was buried, that he resurrected that he lives, thou shalt and You will sing right where you are. Right where you are. It's always connect with the Bible, believe, Bible, of Christ, not a building, that you may grow in your walk, that you may grow in your relationship. None of us know what tomorrow holds, but let's put our life in the hand of the one who holds the accepting Jesus Christ as Again, thank you for watching. We pray that God will continue to bless each and every one of you this morning. We pray that someone has got has God, something out of this message. We pray that if anyone accepted Christ, we pray that you would not allow anyone to turn you up. Now, Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for allowing us to be in worship virtually one more time. We pray for our country. We pray for this pandemic. We pray for a cure. We pray that people will. Really talk to you, God. Consult you, God, and making decisions that may affect not only them but may alone now And to be the this place, but never for any place. It was all traveling grace. We keep us in your care, in Jesus' name. Amen.